Welcome to the Fatty Z Muskie Podcast. I'm Andy, and uh, we have Vance, who is frantically packing. Hi, Vance. Hello. We have Todd, who is uh, conveniently lounging. Hi, Todd. Hello. Hi. All right, and I got Ranger. He's over here to my left. Hi, Ranger. Hi. So. Wow. <laughs> I'm I'm left here alone. I don't even know what Vance looks like anymore. So I'm still dark. Are you? Yeah. Still got the freaking. I'm red too. I still get it. I got that bimini now and stuff. Look at you and your freaking. You are becoming a troller, Vance. I am I not. I would not know why. I am not. Wouldn't have to do with the. I'm just fishing. You know, I'm a <laughs> I'm a caster. I swear. I swear. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Tell, tell me this. Would you prefer to troll out of, I'm not going to compare the boat hauls, but the tiller or now that you're Bimini um, console? The tiller. Really? Yeah, to space. That's the, the sole reason for trolling is, is the space. Yeah. Now, wouldn't wouldn't be being like being at the motor kind of get in the way of people? Me? No, no, you know, because everything was in front of me, and there was like another nine feet for them to just chill at, you know. It, and it, they were in front of me, you know, so mm-hmm. I could work. I could work all the rods left and right of me. They were up on that casting platform. It was really comfortable. I had just a giant area to work now you put a steering wheel there with a seat next to you and seats behind you um are you rocking a, are you rocking the, the the seats in the pedestal base or are you using the uh jump seats the jumps okay you know I, I still try to get a person up on the front of the casting platform but i mean todd's been doing it for years like that and he told me that it's going to be different trolling Mm-hmm. He wasn't lying. <laughs> it was different with the windshield, with the mm-hmm. heat. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, it's nicer to get to get at your rods. I'm sure. It well, like walking over to the side of the boat. I mean, yeah, that that is nice. That's really nice. Like perfect conditions, and I'm just trolling and I'm just driving straight, and there's not a ripple on the water. And yeah. you know, I'd rather have the space and people and rods in front of me mm-hmm. uh, than next to me and behind me with the rods in that okay, situation. Okay, so this is going somewhere. We we didn't even do the plugs, but we'll do them in a little bit. Have you been using your autopilot? A lot. Okay. A lot. And it's it's nice, but I I mean I have you ever set a, a like a like a spread that we run off of a tiller now? Like have you have you ever ran that before? Either of you. Off no, of I it. never did, other than with you. Yeah. So I mean it was just like easy and it's kinda I kinda like was I like boxed people out of the way. Mm-hmm. You know, I, 
when I would talk to people and they were up on this big casting platform, I would get right up to them. And then all the rods are behind me. And they kind of, there's kind of like a, you know, a line there that they wouldn't cross to get in the, mm-hmm. in the way, you know, <laughs> and you just had all this easy space to work. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it was just placement, you know, and they were comfortable up there and stuff. And it was, uh, yeah. so having like the rods in front of you and the people even a little bit further in front of you made it really convenient to run the spread. Mm-hmm. Now, how is and it netting a fish? Well, I mean, now we're getting into a, a whole thing. Perfect scenario. People are in front of you. Rods are behind you and you can work. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now put three foot waves in there or four foot waves. It's a lot less comfortable for the clients. Yeah. And it's very windy and they're getting splashed a lot. I'm getting you can't talk to anybody. And you can't talk to anybody. Yeah. And my back's to them the entire time. So that sucked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now it's a little more intimate and everybody can get yeah. behind things because there's this big foul weather. And in that scenario, it's a lot easier to troll, a lot nicer to troll. Um, you have peace of mind because yeah. you have that windshield or a bimini and everybody's tucked behind it. So, um, but it's That's a little bit be more- nice difficult it, it, to run around so yeah it's gonna be nice for the fall the bimini i had one in london i very rarely used it when we were doing the charters and that's the reason why i can't hear anybody when you put somebody up front it's like you must well just zipper it shut and mm-hmm. knock on the window and say hey, come back here reel one in yeah you know because you can't that's the thing and air airflow there's no perfect boat for this there there isn't I've got it. I've, I've tested it though. So I got this thing made for this Canadian trip that I'm taking because my fiance is like, you know, I'd like a break from the sun and constantly musky fishermen are telling me how to fish to this day. Still, you know, I can't believe you go out there without clients. You got to fish here, all this stuff. And so I broke down and I finally got one, but it was more because of Lori and um, I've tested it on casting days. I've tested it on really rainy days, lightning days. I've tested it with way too many people in the boat. Um, <laughs> and I've still been able to get it done mm-hmm. with, with all that stuff. You got to do things a little bit different, but, um, I'd say it's, a, it, it, it's very, very nice. I, I like it a lot, and I think the clients like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we're past that summer heat. You might get hit, hit with it again. You know, this September last year, we had the hottest days of the year, but um, yeah. I think it's just going to get nicer and nicer for that thing. Um, you know, so I, I like it. I, I'm I'm probably and I'm probably just going to be keeping it up because I'm not going to want to take it down at the end of the day because my butt's going to be kicked um, and it's just one more thing to tinker with so it's either going to be up or down but if I know that I have like an all day, all week casting charters coming up I'm going to take it down huh. I'm certainly certainly going to take it down. 
now how, how does it how does it store does it store conveniently or is it like the normal ones you see that kind of like fold up back by the motor and it stores conveniently but that's the way that i had it uh you're gonna hate this word customly made by the Amish. I said that when it stows, I want it to fall in front of the back casting platform. So it goes to uh, the you know your cockpit floor uh, in front of uh, or or right behind like clients' feet. You know, yeah, so it's on, it's on the floor. Now if it would have. If it would stow on the back casting platform, one, it would be in the way. Just one more thing in the way. Uh, if I would constantly have it in the boat, um, and it would eliminate the use of the jump seats. Yeah, that's why I did not order the one yeah. from Ranger. Mm-hmm. So we got the Amish to do it, and they did it up great. You know. Oh gosh, things sturdy. Yeah. It's very, it's really sturdy. I was just yeah. no straps in a way. You're you're hauling it around with it up and everything. That's really nice. Mm-hmm. Whipping around like fifty mile an hour. I was doing well, and then on very very uh, gusty days, um, the boat still tracked well. And but I think that that has a lot to do with autopilot. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was, it's set up for all that stuff it's you know so i'm enjoying it have you have you figured out that autopilot like you've gotten you know i know that it was a little overwhelming at the beginning but have you got it to where you're comfortable with it (laughs) um there's a lot to it yeah i I mean i know todd feels the same way about this i know we're not doing something right but it is certainly working for us I'm trolling all day and never touching. I do, honestly don't touch the steering wheel till I turn it off mm-hmm. at the end of the day to drive back in. Most days. Now, we got into some situations sometimes where someone cuts right in front of you and, yeah, or the boat gets turned because you're trying to get a fish out of the net that I should be just fishing. But, mm-hmm. yeah. And then you got to turn it off and, jack the steering wheel so the boards don't get tangled but yeah i'm really using it i'm already used to it like i don't know how i would do this without it that's the way i feel well you did it for like (laughs) 16 years that way in the lunt yeah and it was i i think we're way more efficient oh and guess what guess guess what you can't spell that's right that's right. <laughs> yes, no fish with that. Yes. Real really funny. Real funny. <laughs> you can't. No, I do. I do feel that way. Yeah, I was I was I was up on plane driving with that thing. I was like tucked away. It was raining real bad and I was kinda in a fixed position. And I just like dropped it and was doing like like mid forties. And I was just steering with it with that little knob and it kept me like straight to where I wanted to go. Nice. Would you try to dock with it? Are you that comfortable? No. (laughs) Did it perform better at speeds than at trolling speeds? It performs better at high speeds. Yeah. And people were probably like, there's something wrong. There's something wrong. There it is. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. yeah, we are with this stuff. Yeah. 
and when you get the fish and you back down the throttle, it just is going like, like, I gotta, I gotta turn it off. Sometimes it'll just be like, so it'll, if you pick a bearing and say you're doing, you know, your musky speed trolling four or five miles an hour, it holds that really well. Boom. Your rod goes off and you start clearing things and the client engages with the fish and you back the throttle down a little bit. And we, we back the, you know, we back the throttle down probably to, you know, one, two mile an hour, something like that. Every fish is different. Every situation is different. But when we do that, it tries to, it tries to correct too fast. If, if you can understand that. So it's trying to stay straight and it's being hit with resistance of wind and waves and, it's not moving as fast, and the motors just start going left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right, trying to do it, trying to keep on that bearing. But, and that's, that's why we know something's not set up correctly. But every time I try to call somebody, it's just it's not working with the company. Other musky fishermen, it's like the underground. <laughs> no, there's a, they know they know a guy you know they know a guy that works on these sets them up real nice <laughs> i'm sure andy could do it could figure it out he's very busy right now and it's his very it's a busy season and i don't want to take anything away from deer hunting because i also want andy to work towards deer hunting so i can shoot <laughs> <laughs> but that that's what it's like it's like you got to call this guy and it's just some guy that's working out of his garage. He's done a couple. But it, it's it's like that. It's like a friend of a friend knows how to set these things up correctly. And we don't have any time to, to get there right now. And the way we have it set up is at least it's keeping us straight. Oh, gosh, yeah. And that is, that's, like, that's huge when you can hit that and then go and, you know, clean a showstopper off a rod, something like that. And, and that, uh, that helps out a lot. So I, I'm really digging it, even though I know in the back of my mind. Yeah. Something's no, no, nowhere working to its potential. Would you guys ever use the, the, like the different patterns that they have in there? they like the clover leaf and the figure eight and no, mm -mm. you're just a straight shooter. I think that'd be interesting. No, no, there's, there's nowhere I'd ever do that for musky for for this like musky fishing. No, because the bait is going to determine where I'm going to turn. Yeah, or where we just got the last fish. I'm not going to do some big figure eight or hit some icons that I have from 18 years ago. No, but let's <laughs> just say let's just say you, you hit a fish. There was a bunch of bait there and more hooks, and. You know, you you engage the figure eight or the the clover leaf. Do you ever think of trying that? I mean, let let the boat just keep ramming and jamming you through the hot spot. We haven't, we haven't, I haven't done that yet. Mm -mm. I, I just come doing. I mean, I, manually. Yeah. <laughs> Turn the knob. Turn the knob. I don't think it could, I, like but, I don't think it could turn quick enough for 
like when I get to spread back out and be like, oh man, I really want to go back through that spot. I'd rather have it be, you know, like my boat. I'm putting it on standby and turning to, to do yeah. that when I want to do that. Yeah, you can do it quicker. Uh-huh. But you don't know. Well, we don't. We don't know. <laughs> but you're going to convince uh-huh. yourself that it is quicker. Uh-huh. I'm af- honestly, I'm afraid it's going to be. It's going to become self-aware and kill us. Well, that's probably another thing. Is it's going to learn waypoints and it'll it'll communicate to the other mm-hmm. autopilots in the area. Mm-hmm. It's like Skynet. That's right. Terminator. Next, Hit the plugs. All right. Fatty Z Musky products, fattyzmusky.com, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I got a little bit of baits. Uh, the website should be pretty well updated. Uh, the rod holders, you know, if you're uh, looking to get a boat set up, please uh, give us a shot. I'd like to convince to you uh, why I feel our rod holders are the best on the market for musky fishing. Um, Vance and Todd use them. They like them. Do you guys like them? Love them. Love them. All right. You heard it right from the guides' mouths. They love them. So I'm getting them involved in the AZ plugs. See, I'm, I'm kind of a team player like that. So uh, Musky Tackle Online, they have a, well, I don't know how many they have left, but check them out if you're looking for some standard colored uh, Raptors and Team Rhino Outdoors if you're looking for something a little bit more, I don't know, not what I have to offer. How about that? They have exclusive colors, special for Jeff. So I thought you were going to say it. I know. You dance around that like crazy. You really dance. I thought you were going to yeah. say the words. Is a, what word are you guys talking about? That, that he has custom <laughs> colors. Hey, what? Exclusive? <laughs> exclusive, yeah. Exclusive, okay. No, that's... It's exclusive to them. It's not mine. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Maybe that's going to be my new thing is just to get right to the edge of that and then always pull it away from you guys. Yeah. Oh, you do it. You do it. <laughs> you may not know, but you do it. Yeah. Oh, I know. Because I do not <laughs> like that word. So, all right, Todd, talk a little. We're good. Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, mcfishingguides.com. Get a hold of us. Uh, give us a call. Everything is out there on the website. Phone number's up. We've got Vance's email right now. So, we're going to get this all straightened out. As as usual, I'm having some technical difficulties. I get away from home, and I never get home. And s- simple things, you know, simple things that work for everybody else. They don't work for me. But uh, don't email the Todd one. It's not even out there anymore. So get a hold of us. We're going to do our best. We only have a few days open throughout the summer. I mean, we Vance and I both love taking the kids out before they get back to school. Uh, we have a few days open in August handful between the two of us get a hold of us we will do our best to get you out there and get you on some fish that's what that's what we do that's our main goal okay i like it ranger boats yeah like it ranger boats check them out also check out vic sports center ken ohio uh they sell starcraft star welds and rangers um and they have great service out St. Croix rods, best rods on earth. I'm gearing them up right now for Canada. Um, 
excited to use them. Perfect. Now, Still, I, I want to give a little perfect. shout out to the guys. We've had a couple guys that have, uh, I mean, I think more than a couple that have gone and, you know, went to VIX and did some boat purchases. We really appreciate it. And make sure you tell them if you get to VIX, you heard us talking about them or you saw the boats, however you're going to do it. Just let them know. It means a lot to us. It does. Absolutely. It means a lot to Vex. <laughs> it sure would. Now, yeah. if I were wanting to join, like, I don't know, I'm going to say like a club, mm-hmm. musky fishing, is there such a, like, thing? That, I mean, but I, I want I want one that's been around the block. Is oh, there, yo, yo, yo. Oh, my mm-hmm. goodness. Who is this? There's one out there. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> there's one out there and it is called muskies inc they've been around for many years uh lots of neat stuff lots of chapters out there throughout the whole muskie region most every state that has muskies has a chapter look up your local chapter they do lots of neat things with uh tournaments most chapter, you know every chapter is what it is you get the uh you know weekly or monthly meetings going to the banquets stuff like that it, it gets you access to the lunge log, which is now up to, I think it's really close to 400,000 muskies have been registered. Neat, neat stuff. You can only access it by being a member and check out your lake. You can check out different things. I know Vance has been looking at that a little bit. I know he's got his fiance entering some fish. It's going to be interesting. She's been catching a pile when she gets out for those couple hours here and there. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's fun, fun stuff. A lot of neat things. It's our sounding voice for musky fishing. Now, only one we got. I have a question. I'm yes. new. I'm new to this sport, and I don't know much. Are they accepting of, of people who might not know the ins and outs or a seasoned veteran at this? No, absolutely. I mean, every club is different. You're going to have to search through the people. Some guys are going to want to talk. Some guys won't. But uh, it, when you're at the club meetings, you get to meet people. Most of these clubs have people that do the pro muskie trail and you have people that have never even caught a muskie. That's, that's the neat thing about the muskies Inc. club. I have friends that fish with guys that, uh, had never caught a muskie that have been doing it for 20 years. I mean, I did that many years before I started guiding, uh, you know, meeting people, taking people, showing them the ropes and getting it going. And I still do it now. Only it's through guiding, uh, lots of opportunities. Now, I have one last question before we move on. Mm-hmm. Does this organization, when you go to the meetings, have a secret handshake? Yes. <laughs> but you have to be a rapper to know it, so there's not many will know that. I am the dab. Everyone knows that. The dab. Up. The dab. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you know that? I'm part of the I'm part of the crew now. You are part of the crew now. Yeah. Secret musky dab. Okay, well someday I might be able to learn that. I will uh if you ever come out with us sometime we'll show it to you. I will mm-hmm. videotape it and I will place that on the page yeah. on Facebook of Vance yes. and Todd doing the musky dab. We'll do it on the back casting deck. Yep. And as you guys are midway through it, I might accidentally bump the throttle really hard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now I'm going to be in trouble. Vance likes to swim. 
mm-hmm. swimmer. Yeah, I'm I'm more of a floater than a swimmer. I'm more of a get me out of this water. There are a lot of muskies in here, and I don't. They don't like me. No, you. you Listen have to this, though. I I don't okay. think I I don't think we talked about this. Oh story. no, confessions. I, no, I, I don't think we touched base on. Did I? Did we discuss me putting a hook through my thumb? No. Oh no. We no, were gonna. No, your hand, the whole hand thing. Okay, so Vance is is down a couple soldiers. <laughs> okay, my, fi- my fingers are terrible. Let's let's my let's. I'm going to preference this a little bit. Let me let me give a nice intro to this. So over the last couple weeks, Vance has been systematically shutting down his digits. So Vance, <laughs> from the beginning, all of the major injuries that you've done to your hands start from the very first one, and then work the story forward. Well, I usually always have one down. Okay, and and why is that? You bite a hangnail and it starts to bleed? No, I, it just, something always gets me, you know. Tooth, gills, hooks almost going past the barb, things like that. So I always have, generally have like one down. It's sore, like right on the, on the tip of your digit. You know, you have so much sensation there, but, uh, it just it just happened. I had I had one fish in the net, and it bit me. It bit my pointer finger on my left hand. Did it lunge at you? It must be lunge. Like it it did. I mean, it yeah. essentially did. Like I had the hook out of the bag. I was ready to grab it, and the thing just kind of tried to jump out of the bag, and my hand was in the way, and I pulled it away, and it just. I got the roof of the mouth, all those little ones, and two of those big pointy teeth on that lower mandible. Mm, Crushed that finger, and I was just like, man, that one got me good. And I grabbed it and uh, took care of it, and I was just bleeding like crazy. I was like, that one's really, really deep. I had like three big puncture wounds, and then the backside, um, you know, my nail was all jacked up, and a little tip of your knuckle there was messed up. And then I put uh, the hook through my thumb. And this was like the day after. So you're already down one. You finally, I told you you were a hook virgin and it would not last. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what happened there, you know. It's, <laughs> the damn, the stupid net, you know, and you're going to get the, I just hate getting those those lures out of the net when that mm-hmm. fish is still there. And we've touched base on it. The fish are just like crazy. Uh, and they're just thrashing all throughout the net and stuff. And I had a like a stranglehold on it. I don't know why I like let go of something. I think that the, the fish startled me a little bit. And it just slipped out of my hand and caught right into my thumb. And I try, and I, and the fish was still going crazy. And um, I like dunked the net in the water. I just tried to like shimmy it out real quick. Well, the the fish got like hooked back up to the hooks, of course. And <laughs> I, the person that was with me, I was like, "You got to cut this thing. You you got to you have to cut this hook off." The, the, 
off of this fish and off of me first. Just cut it right there. They cut it a little, a little short. Yes, a little short. I saw that picture. I'm going to bring that up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but so I get the fish off, and I got this hook in my hand, and the fish swims away, and it's like that took like a minute. It was so like messed up in the net, but it, it eventually swam off out of the net, and I'm just like sitting there. And I'm looking at, at my thumb and I'm like, you know, I start to pull back initially. I'm just like, it's not coming out. What am I doing? Um, so I start to try to push it forward and I see it almost like poking through, like just at the northmost part of your thumb. You could start, see, you could see it a little bit, but I couldn't get the leverage. Did you think to like plunge a knife? Oh yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to slice my, my the tip of my thumb open, uh, but I didn't have I didn't have it. I, I just didn't have it in me to cut my thumb uh, completely open like that uh, to 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 get that that point to come through with a ton of unsterile uh, equipment. So I just, just could not rinse it off, shake it a few times in the water. Mm -hmm. I couldn't, like I couldn't <laughs> get, the, I couldn't, uh -huh. I couldn't, I couldn't get the uh, the leverage because that shank was cut too short. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there and I'm just like, okay, whatever. I drive in and I, I know I have to go to the ER. And I went to the ER and. Uh, you know, they eventually got it out, but they were, they were like, how should we do this? They were like coming up with the plan. I was like, look, I was like, I just need lidocaine, jam it in there and just try to push it through. And they did that. And what they put so much lidocaine in my thumb that it was like triple the size because there was so much fluid in there. And I'm like, well, Jesus. I was like, now you can't really push it through. You don't know where the tip is coming because this thing's swollen. So then they had to, uh, and at that point, like the back of the, where it was cut was pretty much flush with the skin. So there was yes, no leverage. That's bad. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, Jesus, come on, guys. What's the matter with you? And uh, so. I was like, well, just cut it then. Cut cut whatever you have to do. They're like, well, we don't. Well, do you want us to cut like from your knuckle all the way up to the tip? And I'm like, no. Wait, th that would I'm be like the wrong just... side, wouldn't it? They wanted to like cut it open like you're freaking like gutting a trout or something, you know? Like from tip all the way down. I was like, that's not. I'm like, I'm not. I'm not good with that. I want to go back out on the water today. I don't want like. 16 stitches in my thumb i was like it was coming through in this area i was like we're gonna have to like let this thing <laughs> like some of the swelling go down before we could see so we did that for like half an hour they got some leverage on it and they could see where the, the tip was coming through again like the point so they made a little incision there got it with some uh some calipers and just ripped it out 
It was done. Nice. One little stitch. I removed it myself a couple days later, and we were good to go. I took some antibiotics. I really didn't want to. But I figured, you know, I got this gash in my pointer finger. I got this thing in my thumb, whatever. I'll take it. They did a, a wreck on my GI system. It was a mess. I just was, I didn't feel myself. So I, I cut the antibiotics short. It was a five-day, uh, one pill a day. And I just was like, screw this. I'm not doing it anymore. I got back out on the water that day. And we ended on a really nice fish. And it was all good. And then I went into the hospital the next day. I think I had like a four-day stint at the hospital. I said, yeah, I had a four-day stint at the hospital. So I, I gave my hands a break. But, you know, they were still like sore. You know, very sore, tender. I get back out on the water. And... I had a half day. I did this charter and it was just, you know, I couldn't really like run the boards efficiently because of all the clipping and touching and all that stuff. I could barely open up a snap with my thumb and my pointer finger uh, to like put a lure on. I'm just like, Oh my gosh. So I'm using, you know, like you can make like scissors with your, uh, index finger and middle finger. I'm using that to open up snaps and clip boards and stuff. I got really good at it and it was fine. You know, I was out there just like Edward Scissorhands doing things <laughs> until, until, so we catch this, <laughs> we catch this giant and it was terrible too, because there was it, it was thunderstorming like crazy. The rods were humming. This guy drove up all the way from far away, and we did a half day late, and it was thunderstorming. It was beautiful the, re the you know the beginning of the day, but um, so we we uh, we got off the lake, and. It was like lightning hitting the lake. It was so loud and you could see it. And I'm like, we're done. Let's go in. We'll troll back if this thing passes. And as soon as we got back out on the water, it just starts thundering again. I set four poles and it's just like, you know, crazy thunder. I'm like, we're done, man. I'm sorry. This is the way it goes sometimes. And then the rods just start zinging. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's a nice one. I can't believe this. And uh, he gets the rod out. He's like, something's wrong with the drag. <laughs> he says he couldn't gain on it. And uh, I was like, no, you just got a really nice fish. Don't lose it. So and, did you give instructions on how like, not to lose help. it? I can't help you because I can't turn to drag right now. I, and I didn't do it. I did it. With I, my I super really, thumb. I, re I reeled a down rod in. Well, we get this fish in, and, like, half of its face is missing. So half of its, like, upper jaw is missing. So all that's exposed is, like, 9,000 pointy teeth on its lower mandible. And I'm just like, well, this is great. Like, I know this thing is going to get me. I get it out of the net. We put it on the bump board. It goes crazy. I pull my, my hands back. 
it puts like an inch gash in my middle finger. I'm bleeding again all over the place. I'm down a middle finger, a pointer finger, and a thumb. And this guy's got his like fish of a lifetime. And I'm just like, it's great. It's great, man. <laughs> like, good job. I can barely I, take pictures of it. I can't take a picture. But mm-hmm. it's, <laughs> it's like, it was just a mess. Now, is this all in the same like hand? Crazy. Mm-mm. Pointer, middle on left hand, thumb on right hand. And for the remainder of the week, I was using my ring finger, pinky finger, and thumb on my left hand and four digits on my right. So I was like reeling in thumbs up. And as I was hey. grabbing the reels, it was just like a peace sign. So it was like real hippie for a week there. Just like thumbs up, peace, you know? It's nice. And now I have to go to Canada and I'm scared to death because I think they, they're all wound up and stuff. They're way more wound up all the time uh, than, than the Chautauqua fish, at least, you know, my history shows that. They're going to be just crazy. And I'm using bigger lures with more hooks. And we'll see what happens. Hopefully nothing. Well, so you're 70% capacity on your uh, flanges. I'm good. I feel good. I'm pressing on these things hard, man. I'm ready to go. Now, did you have them bandaged up so they were, like, big, or did you do anything to make them so they wouldn't move? Yeah, I had I had bandaged up pretty good. But, it does, you know, all you're doing is creating a breeding ground because everything's drenched. You know, did the uh, braid cuts in your knuckles? Did those go away? No, those are still there too. You know, all that stuff. Yeah. One got me good yesterday. The back side of my hand is just all red, and it's insane. You know, and then I got to go to the hospital and and wash my hands every two seconds with that hand sanitizer. It just like melts them off. I wince. Just like Jesus, I'm gonna get you some chainmail, and you can <laughs> you can wear these like steel armored gloves. <laughs> Musky, that's what Musky police are gonna tell us. We should be wearing gloves. Yeah, I got. I took a little. I took one to my middle finger the other day. What like, was it? Took a tooth like or a tooth? hook? Uh, a hook. Got lucky. Okay, by yeah. getting lucky, that means it scratched you, or you were able to push yeah, it back out. No, it, it scratched me. I remember it scratched me pretty good, but it was. I thought it was in me. Yeah, we're just trying to save the fish. Other mm-hmm. that, I'm doing stupid things because they're hooked like you know, some of them. They get hooked like crazy, and unfortunately, when we're doing these chargers, sometimes we're netting these fish that are, you know, whatever thirty five inches people mm. are excited and they want a picture and i really want to say how about we just water release this fish or how about we just do this but i've been doing a lot of that this season mm-hmm. you know i tell guys this is what we're going to do after you get a fish you know okay so now you have a 38 if we get another one we can take a picture we'll do like the ocean thing you can stand by your fish but i'm not going to net this fish I'm not going to put the fish through that for us yeah 
it's just pop it and go. And mm-hmm. uh, pretty much most of the people have been happy with that, but this happened to be the first one for someone the other day. And yeah, very badly hooked fish. I cut five out of the six prongs trying to get it out. And mm-hmm. the one that was left, I took the chance. And uh, yeah, just. I thought it went in, it didn't, but stings a bit, but there's so many cuts on that finger, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Baker made some hysteria, like, hilarious post about it, uh, with that hook in my thumb, and he was like, you catch fish, but at what expense? Yeah. <laughs> a hook in the thumb? You know, that was that was fun mm-hmm. to me. But at what expense? Yeah. Hooking the thumb. Now, to kind of you know, let's 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 jump back to the, uh, the 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 discussion about gloves. I have a pair of gloves that I tend to allow people to put on if they're inexperienced, um, because that's the last thing I want is my wife or someone else to get a whole bunch of gill rake across the hand. And it does help with that, but I also think that you should ha- get these gloves a little bit wet mm-hmm. because, you know, the slime and all that crap, they say that they kind of, you shouldn't wipe them. Like you see the people holding them with towels. Yeah. yeah. Um, my understanding is that slime is important to them. And by mm-hmm. wiping it off is is not actually helping them at all. And a towel wrapped around the fish is not a great photo. Yeah. But on the flip side, those gloves are not made of, you know, plates of steel. And I've seen some people make comments that, oh, I got a hook in the hand next time I'm wearing gloves. The, the problem that I see is... If you do get a hook in the hand while wearing gloves, now you're fighting another thing that more than likely you just got to cut off. But it, yeah. it, it could be a headache. Yeah. Yeah, and and, and, and and I've seen this happen. I mean, you can get every glove out there. I think I've seen all of them. The hook is the thing that you got to worry about. It's not the teeth. The gloves will protect you a little bit from those teeth, but... None of them are armored on the back of the hand. That's where I've seen people put a glove on, reach in, the hook is in the back of their hand, and just as Andy said, it's through the glove now. Mm-hmm. It's not armor-proof on the back. And there's no feeling there. I mean, now, I'm used to picking them up, but I've had, I have I tried that for a while. I had guys, here, put this glove on, put your hand in the water, do this, and now you got a glove on and you're trying to... An old farmer told me once you can't catch a mouse with a glove on. Uh, uh, I can't feel anything. I, I can tell you this. He's wrong because I can catch a mouse with my boot <laughs> by stepping <Yeah>. on it. <laughs> but, yeah. okay. But no, but you know what I mean? There's no feeling. I, I, I tried it when, when we got him. I said, I'm going to try this glove. And I put it on and I felt like I was ripping his gills out to pick him up. Mm-hmm. I, I, I couldn't feel anything. So I'm not saying they're bad. I'm not saying they're good. I just say that I have about four pairs at home of everybody that ever made them. And I, don't, I really don't know where they're at. So what I so what I threw on the boat now, because uh, my fiance likes to, you know, 
pick up the fish occasionally. She's getting good at it. And um, so what I put on there is old batting gloves mm-hmm. that are very tight to the hand. Uh, you know, so there's there's just a layer that's essentially going to protect you from, like, gill rakers. A gill raker. It's not going to protect know. you from the tooth. Or no. So, like, a really tight... From the gill raker, yeah. A, a yep. really tight batting glove or, like, golf glove, something like mm-hmm. that, where you can still feel everything. But those yeah. f- fishing gloves are just terrible. They're horrible. Right, I, I don't know how anybody can pick some. I, oh. I, I felt like I... I Felt like I never picked up a fish before. Are you talking about like those? Uh, it's like an off orange color or yellow go- colored glove. Is that what you guys yes. are talking about? Okay. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the gloves that I have are, I think the brand is like Musky Armor, and it's mm-hmm. it's like a, a a thinner leather. It's I don't think it's as heavy as like what Vance was talking about, like a batter's glove. But I mean, it might not even be leather. It could be like a microfiber. I don't know, but it's something that's between abrasives of the fish and your skin but go ahead yeah i could care less about getting a little gill rake on the back of my finger that does not my hands are both like that and they are all summer i could care less about that i'm worried about the hook and the real teeth where you know people get their thumb circumcised Mm -hmm. now I had a little story I want to talk about, and this is going to rewind a little bit, and it's slightly off topic, but it has some meaning. So there, I preference this. So when I talked about the hook going through the glove, a story that popped in my head was, and I feel it's fitting because it's to an extreme. Um, I work in a shop environment, and I got a story from a coworker of mine when he worked at another shop. And this guy was making pallets with his, you know, and they were using an air nailer. And something happened to where the guy shot a nail through the top of his foot. It hit the concrete. The nail turned 180 degrees, went back up through his foot, and then hit the Mm. backside of the steel toe, essentially pinning his foot in there. And he freaked Mm -hmm. out and tried to pull the boot off. But you're pinned twice. Wow. And and so where this kind of comes in on this is if if you do get hooked hard enough. Now granted if you're alone it's going to be a little tough and having a sharp knife with you is 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 very very handy because you're going to need to get that garment off of you before you can really do anything and assess any situation there. So Looking back to that boot incident, while you, you're going to need a lot of help there and probably, you know, un- be unconscious for all of that, the uh, the hook through the glove can can really add another layer of this that, that makes things difficult. So be cautious. A glove is not hook proof. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was getting at with that. So that's my yep. story of the air nailer through the, the boot, the cement, the foot. So... Anyways, I didn't want to derail that, but I thought that, you know, no. people, I think, sometimes think because they got a glove or they'll put on like that, the the, the cheap welding, I, you call it welding gloves or like a farmer glove. Those still aren't hook proof. They might slow it down, but it, it can actually like if your finger's stuck in there, it can like keep the hook in there longer 
because you're not getting the barb out through that goat leather or whatever they make it out of. So be mindful. Well, it's good. I mean, we had four years, Vance, fourth year guiding. Congratulations. You're now officially wait till you get one in the head. Uh, yeah. Mm-mm. You're good. Officially guiding books. I've gotten hit twice with someone else's bait in the back. Now, I was very fortunate the first time. I think I've told this story way back in the day. I I was wearing a life vest because I was on an Army Corps lake, and my boat was under uh, 16 foot, so you were required to wear a life vest. And it felt like someone hit me with a softball bat, you know, just (laughs) wham. And and they had a huge giant bird nest. The other time I was bank yanking and I had like a Carhartt coat on and it was the same person walloped me again. <laughs> Were they musculars? Yes. Yes. Okay. I mean, the, the, other than just like, I, I got, I wasn't bleeding. I wasn't even black and blue, but I was, I was hit pretty dang hard both times. So pay attention because it's easy to hit the person in the boat with you. <laughs> Especially like if someone's hopping off their deck and they do it really, you know, silent and, and smooth the boat, you don't feel the boat move and they're going to do whatever and you've made a million casts like this already. Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh All right, that's good. PSA. Good stuff. Vance is ready. And you're heading to your annual Canadian trip. How's that going, Vance? You ready to go? No not at all. No. I'm with <laughs> I'm leaving tomorrow night, and uh, I have to work all day tomorrow. And um, we forced you into doing a show tonight. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at where did stuff. I get that? Yeah, I'm looking at a ton of stuff, mm-hmm. and it's a bit overwhelming. But I'm almost there. Must be done. Not even close. I have baits everywhere. <laughs> There's not a hook sharpened on any of my new baits. Uh, it's much easier in Canada, Vance, because when you get up there, you're going to put a rod out each side if you're trolling. Mm-hmm. you got time to work on stuff. Yeah, but I have all these baits all over the place. I'm excited. Uh, you're going to use the, You're going to use the old ones, right? First off the bat. Absolutely. Right through, professionals. Yeah. yeah, until they tell me to change, you know. Yeah, so you're gonna you're gonna have a little time to sharpen. Mm-hmm. That's what I always enjoyed about going up there to Canada after getting off of, you know, two months of solid charters and running every rod. And now I go with my dad or my nephew or my brother, and you each put a rod on each side when you go trolling. And it's like, oh, there's a fish on that one. And the other guy reels the other one in. There's like, yeah, go ahead. Let's just land this thing. Now it's like, you got to bring it to this side. There's still four poles over there. <laughs> the wind's blowing. That's Get us straight. Easier. The board rod's going yeah. in the prop. Yeah, the board turned. About. I got to keep on the throttle now. I'm just like, when they hit, it's on. Okay, I just cut it to neutral. Reel it in. Let them reel their fish in. Net it. Or just release it. It's awesome. Yeah. It's a little, uh, don't get to make all the choices. Like, let's try this bait, that's that bait. Yeah, it's one, one bait. You have one, one, one shot here. So it actually should be easier. You're only going to take like four baits, right? I'm taking a bunch. Uh, 
and all sorts of different colors. I'm probably going to run the same colors. I always do. Um, but I have some some new ones I want to test out. And excited about those. And uh, well, I have the usual suspects, those Wileys. I'm really excited about those. I got some new Wileys, some bigger ones. Uh, Kowalski's, he calls them. Finally get to use those ones. Um, yeah, this is after and, you beat the crap out of mine the last couple trips. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, it's I like, still have that. I still have that one. You still have one of mine. Yes. I'm glad you're um, honest because I don't even know which one you have. You would not recognize it, Andy. It's no, because it's bare wood and it's. <laughs> yeah. It's crushed. Do you mind telling me which one you have? <laughs> the, the mud, mud puppy. The, mud puppy. the big mud that. puppy, okay. He yeah. told me about it. He didn't tell you. That's I knew that. Well, yeah, it's a big <laughs> big mud puppy. Still have that. You know, he, he could have played this off like, Andy, I'm back from Canada, and I really want you to have this beta mine, And but by the way, I need you to do all this for me, and I'll give you this for free, and it's already mine, and I just didn't realize it. <laughs> Just kept it. I've had it. You won't years. be getting that big puppy back. No, I got you new one painted though, but it's going to turn into a backup. You know. Well, I got, I, I, I got a really expensive new, bait of yours that I'll hold hostage. Yeah, I know. I got the new uh, the new Wileys ready to go up there. I got DKs. I got Bakers. I got Blue Waters. Weast baits, some perch baits. Um, you got any spoons? Yeah. Big stuff. Big stuff. That's what's fun. It'll be it'll be great, you know. It's just away from the hustle and bustle and they love the big stuff up there. That's what's so fun about going up there. Look at me. You put the rod out, you're not looking to see is that working? Is there a weed on it? It's like that's not working. There's a weed on it because it's not vibrating the side of the boat. Yeah. That's the fun part about going up there. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Now, there but was... I have, nothing, I have nothing packed. Clothes, rods aren't ready, baits aren't ready. Um, How about your and, rods? I mean, like... I, I was thinking about this today. Like if I went to Canada, my rods are so beat because of chartering every day. Like I always had my rod, and now I do have a casting rod. You, you're just throwing one of the rod. You're, you're going to be running the rods, the same ones you're using while you're chartering, right? I mean, I do it every day. That's what I would have to do. Yeah, I just have to find find a new leader on. You know. Yeah. Yep. I mean, obviously, we're not doing it like oh this the line's bad we're going to change line because we're chartering but i thought of that today looking at my poles it's like i used to have these nice rods mm -hmm. trolled with and everything was like clean and i would clean them and now it's just like every day put them out reel them in put them out next yeah. day i'm going to be taking one of those if i went yeah so you know i'm using the Yep, He's like the eight, the yeah, the eight six side rods and yep, dropping them down. I got the uh, 
they're going to be vibrating a little bit more. Got object axes, you know, and what mm. I'll be using. I'm excited. I'm I'm not excited too much yet, but because I'm not packed. <laughs> yeah, you gotta get ready. Yeah, you, you gotta you gotta leave before you can get there. Yeah, I know I'm gonna forget something. Now, there was it piqued Vance's interest as this was this topic was broached months ago. Um, and he was he was even trying to persuade me by saying he would leave me the twenty eighty if he could take the 681, the OG of the mm-hmm. Ranger group, for yeah, the launching purposes. Yeah, I just don't want to launch that this thing. Uh, on some dirt launch. On some, in, on, some, on some of the lakes of the fish up there. And the way that we access, uh, you know, like Huron and the Georgian Bay and the North Channel and the little in, inland lakes, it would just be so much more simple uh, with that boat. Now, I, I, I had a theory that came to my head just recently. That's why I brought it up in the last few minutes is uh, going back to my Kowalski mud puppy. I think you don't want to get your boat chewed up, but you would definitely beach mine and be it's like okay hey it's okay with yours it's a little bit older that's it was I mean, like that you, he could just slip you a couple hundred bucks and say hey we're all good yeah mm-hmm. and he put some bubble gum on it <laughs> i wouldn't do that <laughs> i'm not giving you a couple hundred bucks i'll just give you a roll of bubble tape right some awful gum there's six foot of patch in that thing i'm running that running that thing right into the rocks and not even caring that's right he, he comes back with just the trailer <laughs> And be like, here you go. You're welcome. I cleaned it for you. This is what a used boat looks like. That's <laughs> what you're supposed to do. With a Ben Axel and no boat. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would love to take that thing up there. I'd let you. I told you I'd let you do it. And I, I even know. said I would not want your 2080 here because if anyone, I don't know if we talked about it, but. His boat would be, for the time that you're gone, I'm just going to use just a blanket for two weeks that you're going to be gone. His boat will be in much worse condition than my boat would be, and his boat will literally not move one inch. It's because my kids would rip everything out Uh, of it. mm -hmm. It would be like a chop shop. He would come in, and there's like, one wheel missing and like a tire chewed off like T-Rex in Jurassic Park 1. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and like a wind wind windshield like ripped off. He's like, how, how did this happen? And I'd be like, Vance, you should have seen it. They had five minutes of sugar. <laughs> and like the motor's hanging by one bolt, transom's cracked. and <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's true. You know, and that's why I was probably just going to leave mine here. And I, I was suggesting that for... Give you the garage code if you needed it. Yeah, I'm not gonna need it, even if this were to were to happen. But who, who are we kidding? There's the the deck stacked against me. So yeah, but I'm 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 pumped to get up there. Weather looks nice. We'll see what happens. You know, I just picked days. I don't know what the heck's going on with moons and 
people were excited. They were, they were like, oh, you're going up there. They're texting me. And they're like, I think the moon's going to, uh, it's really going to produce some big ones. And I was like, I had no idea when that moon stuff's happening. I'm not even ready. Yeah. So let's talk about the moon a little bit. And this is something that, that I find because there's a lot of people that put emphasis on moon and Todd, you like mm-hmm. the full moon, but doesn't Dale like Wiley the, like the new moon? That's what I've heard. Yes. I know he does. So both of you like two of the major like events of the, the lunar cycle. Mm-hmm. Do you like the new moon? Oh yes, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I like them both, but like, I mean, I'm talking big fish here. And what is we Dale a, talking about? I'm I'm picking on this. I know I you just I, said you like yeah. both, but yeah, I mean, yeah. If I'm going to pick a week, I'm going to pick one of those two, obviously. But you can't hardly pick a week that doesn't have every other week is either new or full. Correct. I just hear a lot of people talking about full moon being like, ah, uh, they feed at night and they do all this, but. We had a full moon a couple of days ago, and we had a full moon in, in June. And I can just look, if there's one thing I can look back to around these full moons, I see the biggest fish in this lake that I see around those full moons. And Vance can attest there's times that we go days without seeing a fish that's very big, mm-hmm. even though we see a lot of fish. I just see them show up around that time. Okay, do you, what, when is it? I'm so I'm. I'm it was Friday. It, it, it okay. was Friday, so we're a little past it. And then when? So it was last Friday was the full it was on, moon. It was the 27th. So I don't know what they're talking about the moon being good while you're up there because it's like in between. Is there a red moon? Looking through a filter. <laughs> I don't know. What I mean, I, 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 yeah, I don't know. What's I don't. I don't pay attention to that stuff. Right? That's how terrible. I, I don't pay much either. Like, like okay, like here, here's something. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna add a little bit to this. So, a couple years ago, there was a super moon, and I was down in Kentucky hunting the rut, mm-hmm. and there, they were just like super moon. It's gonna be great hunting this and that, and it absolutely sucked. It was mm-hmm. terrible. <laughs> you know, so th- there's. You know, I don't know. To me, it's I. I put some credence in it, but then then there's the disclaimer: local weather trumps all. Yeah. So it's just like, oh, okay, cool. So I guess that just be like the bonus is like if you got good weather, this is going to put the cherry on top. Is having the yeah. moon phase yeah. of your choice. Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, I didn't even plan this trip around a moon. I was just like, did it on the date. Yeah, this is this will be good. Let's just let's just pick this week. Let's yep. go have some fun. I feel sometimes when people are talking to me that they're break this sport down. It's like I'm talking to somebody that works on cars. You know, you can get like raked over the coals if you've never wrenched down on something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like that muffler like, bearing. Yeah, dude. They're just like, yeah, you know, the majors up, the minors here, here we go. Like, yeah. And then they ate lunch, now we're out for the major. I'm just like, what the hell yeah. are you talking yeah. about? I have whatever, man. Yeah, cool. Go get them. I'm just, 
out here. I'm just like, yeah, oh, definitely. Me too. That's what I'm doing. And I have no idea what they're talking about because I'm not like, I don't pay attention to that stuff at all. Someday when you go pro, you will. Yeah. I got to get drafted first, though. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get drafted first. And, and, this, and if they find this podcast, man, I'm gonna, they're going to lose a lot of credibility. Doesn't pay attention. Doesn't pay attention to the calendar. Doesn't pay attention to the moon. Well, I mean, there, there's no rhyme or reason in this sport, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, maybe I should have done that, though. You know, if I go on these trips, I should have been like, when's that moon thing? Yeah, uh, happening, <laughs> but uh, I mean, golly, whatever. We get to do it every day, Vance, and the, I mean, you you see that there's days it's just. How should yesterday have been a good fishing day? Mm-hmm. I can tell you it why because the sun didn't come out where I was at. That's a good fishing. Well, day. it came it came out where we were at. It was sunny. It was calm. It was an unbelievable day. The moon stuff with me just is, it just, the way that I'm built would, uh, just makes me think too much about stuff. And I don't like mm-hmm. thinking out there. I just like, do, yeah. you know, I just like doing things. So, you know, it would just build an excuse for me to not be on the water or that's, be in a, be yep. in an area. I hear you. And, that, and that's how I am with that stuff. But that's not, doesn't mean that's it's cool. wrong or yeah. right. Yep, but it would just be like, yep, you know what? They're not going to hit because it's not the major, and, and and or like when people go, we'll go back for a fish or something like that. We'll, we'll go yeah. back when it's. I hear people say the moon. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, just stay there or something. Yeah, you know, yeah, just try yeah. to get it when it's not. You know, moon I've time. Had, yeah, I I've had people say. I mean, I've heard just many times, like, yo, man, you know, tonight, this afternoon, two o'clock, you want to be in your best spot right there. That's when the moon or whatever. How about and I just feel like I'm in how about the best I'm spot? I'm just like in the spot the whole time. Why I would never, I'm never going to be fishing somewhere. It's like, this is not that good, but I'm just going to fish it now. Mm-hmm. I've never felt that way in my life. Every single second that I've ever been fishing for muskies, I'm thinking, Sometimes I might be exploring a little bit, but I'm not thinking like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get out of here in a little bit because the moon's coming around. This place sucks. Yeah. (laughs) That's not the way I'm thinking. I don't do anything different. I don't care if it's minor, major, up, down, in, out. Yeah. (laughs) Yo, yo. Like, you're fishing, right? I I always think my baits are in the best spot. Exactly. And when I first started out doing that stuff, I was almost regressing because of the way that I think things through. I was Mm -hmm. thinking too hard about these things. And I was just like, shouldn't be here at this time because it's not this. Mm -hmm. And it was, you know, it was a mess. And when I just like let all that stuff go and fish and fished and just felt like, you know, I was in you know, best opportunity I had it, it where I was uh, did much better, but mm-hmm. here, I mean, nothing is going on with the moon for the days that I'm going to be up there and that we know of. we could be missing out. We're not moon people. Yeah. Um, 
you know, just, uh, yeah, whatever. But that, yeah, whatever. That's just, uh, that's just the way that I am. It's not wrong. Right. Um, Oh, I can tell you it's wrong. It certainly screws with, uh, the way that I'm built, um, proficient. So I just like, go. Whatever. Time to fish. So, let's see. Do you have any expectations for this trip? I mean, I just you know I want to get up there and a kit and it will uh, just some type of relaxation. I, I would really like to just relax for a little bit and shut everything down and uh, just chill. Those are my ex- expectations, and you know, it might not be on day one or two. Um. You know, but then just really enjoy just having one rod and uh, spending time with good family and making, uh, you know, my own memories. Because you're out here doing it all the time. um, And, uh, you know, the stress of trying to get the uh, people on fish. And it just doesn't really matter when um, you're just kind of chilling. Yeah, you want to catch them, but I. You know, I just am enjoying just driving around one rod, very simple, uh, back to the basics. That's my expectations, just to get to that mindset. It might take a couple of days. Yep. Are you going to be That's doing awesome. anything else other than fishing? We'll do some hiking. Okay. Um, so it's not every in, day that's it's a fishing trip. Yeah. Do some hiking. You know, maybe go out to dinner. Food is food is, is good. It's necessary. Enjoy going to little shops. Get some drinks, things like that. Enjoy. Just live. It's awesome, Vance. Can't wait to hear how the trip works out. I'm sure you'll yeah. have a good time. So you're going to be gone for the better part of two weeks. So this is gone for 10, 11 days, 10, 11 days. So this show is going to get posted up within, you know, minutes of finishing it. Um, so anyone out there, it's going to, we're going to probably hold off till Vance comes back. So if you don't see one drop immediately, we're waiting for the return of Vance. I'm just letting everyone know that right now. So they don't blow up the, uh, inbox saying, what happened, this and that, something's wrong. No new episode. It happens. That so that's why I'm saying this now. Anyways. <clears throat> do you want to wrap this one up here? You have anything to conclude with? No. Thought hold it down. Strong. Well. Hey man, we're ready to go. Muddy Creek Fishing Guide. As soon as Vance gets back. MCfishingguides.com. Give us a call. We will do our best to get you out there and get you on some fish. Banging fish, baby. <laughs> I had to add that. Love yes. Perfect. Fetizy Muskie. Fetizymuskie.com. You know it. You know, so big supporter. It's in the name. St. Croix Rods, best rods on earth. Vicks Marine and Sports Center. Kent, Ohio. Let them know that the uh, AZ crew sent you down there. You heard it here. Uh, Ranger Boats. 
Big thanks to Ranger. We all have Rangers. Some are newer than others. I'm going to say some have more experience than others. Huh? <laughs> huh? Hmm. I don't know. We'll uh, see. We, I don't know by the end of the year, ours might be more experienced. I'm talking calendar days. <laughs> calendar, okay, days-wise. <laughs> There's already been a lot of time on these boats. You'll probably have more time on your boats. <laughs> But mine's still older. It's still going to have more it candles older, on the yeah. cake. So yeah. It does have candles. <laughs> old wise, the old wise ranger. There it is. Stay, stay back. Fish the stream. I'm going to tell you what. When you get to a certain age, you need to slow down. <laughs> yeah. And not, you know, you don't have to go the hustle and bustle that your guys are doing. So <laughs> Muskies, Inc., the club with the secret handshake that mm-hmm. Todd and Vance know that yeah. I'm not sure anyone else does. It's terrible. It's not terrible. Uh, <laughs> so uh, seek out your local chapter. Be part of the solution here. The, uh, we wouldn't be enjoying the fisheries that we have today without the help of Muskie Zinc. They kind of spearheaded the... Uh, catch and release movement now it's uh i'm gonna say it's taken to a little to the extreme but i guess i'd rather have it that way than the other way so um your local chapters do a lot of cool things you know it's they, it's they you get what you put into them and we've talked about some of the uh local tournaments you know zach baker just had one on you know like a month ago he put one on and uh you know all the cool things that happened there so if you want something like that in your area, join the group and, uh, you know, volunteer some time and, and, you know, go get your hands dirty, so to speak. So um, it's our national voice. So big thanks, Muskie Zinc. And did I miss any? I don't, I don't think so. All right. So in a couple of weeks, we'll have a fishing report from Vance. And until then, anyone out there, be safe. Good luck fishing. Thanks for listening. <laughs>